You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast, hosted by Joe Hunter on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. Well, today is Monday Mug Day, having a little fun on March 14th, the week of St. Patrick's Day. Amazing. Uh, what's it going to be? Faneuil Hall, Eli Whitney, OPEC, U.S. Coast Guard. What is the U.S. Coast Guard? Rescued 37 Soviets. That was in 1987. They were from the Soviet Union. From a sinking freighter. That was still going. The Cold War still going there. And we did that. Right? People wonder in operating rooms and battlefields and stuff. What are you saving? Your, why are you sewing up the enemy? That's what we do. The Sound of Life. Good morning. It's Monday Mug Day. Man, that goes up quick. Doesn't it? I mean, it comes up quick. So I gave you a lot of hints and stuff. So... If you do not have the one and only Cup of Joe Morning Show Travel Mug, your opportunity, excellent opportunity to get it right now. Lock in the hotline at 800-946-1765. First person with the correct answer on the hotline, you win. We play coming up right after Dr. Tony Evans and the weather. This guy is quite a hero right here, but, you know, when you're born in a place, you have your heart's kind of there. And he's a cab driver in the U.K., but he was born in the Ukraine, and his boss, bless his heart, gave this 31-year-old man time off. He said, well, you can take a cab and go get people. His cab holds like nine people or something. Well, six people. But I tell you what, it'd be hard to keep me out of it, you know, to get out of there. He drives about 300 miles a day through the chaos of what is now known as the Ukraine. So far, 2,800 miles he's logged. It's interesting because he's got the stories. I want to hear some of those stories. 31-year-old lives in Ireland, actually. And uh, he said, you know, it's frightened people telling their stories of loss and separation. But here's the thing. Those elderly people who lived through World War II, he said they mostly pray. Very interesting, isn't it? I hope I'd be one of those praying. That's what I hope. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. It's Monday, Monday. The one and only chance to get the one and only Cup of Joe Morning Show travel mug. First person on the hotline, which is toll free, 800-946-1765. With the correct answer, well, you get my mug for today. That's it right there. Looking at today in history... Very simply this, in 1983, OPEC cuts prices for the first time in 23 years. Cuts a price of what? Was it sugar, Pop-Tarts, or oil? <laughs> Call me right now with the answer. And you win. The Cup of Joe hotline is 800-946-1765. Waking up with a cup of Joe. I can't stop drinking the coffee. I stopped drinking the coffee. I've stopped doing the standing and the walking and the words putting into sentence doing. The Sound of Life. Absolutely. Monday, Monday, 727. See if anybody wants the one and only Cup of Joe Morning Show Travel Mug. I will tell you this. I put in a, a mask. Okay. I know. You remember that? Remember those? And it's a logoed mask from the Sound of Life. I figured it could be, you know, one day these Smithsonian Institute's probably going to call and want those. So I figured you'd have be a nice prize possession for you. You're kind of wondering why that's in there. Well, let's go to the hotline. Good morning, Cup of Joe. Morning show. Who's this? Good morning, Matt. How are you? Hey, Matt. I am doing great now that you called me. You doing all right? 
I'm doing good. On my way to work. All righty. Well, it's good to be working, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Matt, OPEC cut prices for the first time in 23 years on this day. Were they, were they prices up? Sugar, Pop-Tarts, or oil? I'm going to go out on the left here and say oil. <laughs> oil is correct. Hey, I told you it was going to be easy. Now, what does OPEC stand for? I always mess that up. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Oh, you look like a man who could use more coffee. The Sound of Life. For years, Christians in Nigeria, especially northern Nigeria, have just been brutally attacked by uh, an outfit called Boko Haram, and which ba- basically means no education for girls. And that's why they're sort of, they kidnap the girls and they kill everybody else and burn villages and stuff. Their attack on Christian churches has been relentless. I mean, I Googled it one time, and it, it's astounding. It's amazing the loss of life with Christians. And the structure of Nigeria, Nigeria is a huge country. And the you know the infrastructure they they really have no way to stop this and that's short of divine intervention it's amazing, but what is the most remarkable thing and I'm not even sure I can get through this story, is that people who have had their villages burned to the ground and I mean all but six houses, people killed destroyed by Islamic terrorists, <clears throat> are rebuilding right there. Their pastor Andrew. Uh, he's, you know, he, this is, has literally risen from the ashes. And uh, the, the folks there, whew, boy, at um, Open Doors, a mission there, has just said that, quite frankly, it is really hard to understand how these families could rebuild their lives in the same place where they almost lost them. But that's what God specializes in, right? Bringing hope and restoration to his people who are faithful walk with him in and through the fire. It's amazing. I mean, the violence in Nigeria is unthinkable in a time when we know who's getting all the publicity and stuff. But they, for years, it's been that way. And I know somebody. He, he's a missionary for Word of Life, and I guess I didn't realize that. It, this goes back years. Uh, Peter Verkaik, who's originally from New Jersey. I think he was a paint, he sold his paint company or painting business, and he started. He went to Nigeria and drove a Toyota pickup truck with a generator on it and one of those daylight screens and a VHS copy of the Jesus film. And he would set up, and at night, when it got dark, he would show the Jesus film to people. Most of the time, they were very receptive, and the next day, they would counsel and minister to people. You know, Sometimes they got stoned. That's what they do there, pretty much, and they would take off running. But most of the time, it was amazing. I think of all these people people, all these churches. Nowadays, in Nigeria, you have to park a mile away from church. You can't walk there. No, no vehicle can get up there. But that's, you know, that's the way it is. But it's a, an amazing, amazing, incredible. I'll, I'll share that uh, story with you on the Cup of Joe Morning Show Facebook page. Absolutely amazing. God-filled people. Your daily dose of encouragement. I've got a smile on my face. And a twinkle in my eye. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The sound of life. I was just checking my birthday list here. Ooh, so coming up in the next couple of minutes, I got a very special birthday to announce on the way, too. I didn't realize sometimes you hear an expression, you know, and you never know who it comes from. Somebody kind of famous, actually. You probably heard the name Oliver Cromwell. He was known as the protector of England, military commander in the 1600s. 
And it was pretty common practice during those days for people of importance to have their portraits painted. That's how we knew what they looked like, because they would just like sit for, I don't know, forever, I guess. And somebody would paint their portrait, and it was pretty common that the person doing the painting would paint with... And kind of embellish. In other words, the person was flattered if they, whoa, that looked pretty good right there. But not with Oliver Cromwell. No. He told the guy, he said, you must paint me just as I am, warts and all, or I won't pay you. I think that's where that expression comes from, from warts and all, right? And apparently the artist complied because uh, the finished portrait of Oliver Cromwell displays a couple of of prominent facial warts that in the present day would surely be filtered or airbrushed before being posted on social media. No doubt about that. We'd Instagram them right out of there, boy. But that expression, warts and all, has come to mean, well, you know, we're just as we are. I mean, our annoying faults, attitudes, issues, you know, and sometimes it's a difficult task. Yet when we take a hard inward look, we find some pretty unattractive aspects of our own character don't we right loving god show us our shortcomings and flaws that detract from letting others know who you are help us to be more patient and to love and forgive as you do amen reaching the heart of the northeast the sound of life it's absolutely true my bluesy friend here is absolutely true because i got up this morning and looked at the date and realized that from South Glens Falls, New York, he's 18 today. Patrick, yes, indeed. Happy birthday. Here we go. Sing along with me. Well, I woke up this morning. Oh, I did, yes. I noticed the day. I did. I remembered your birthday. Oh, oh. Today, we love you, buddy. The Cup of Joe yes. Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Have some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. The sound of life. March Madness right here. Don't you love it? When I don't know if you're keeping score or not or anything, but I said, it looked like, this is a couple weeks ago, I said, well, it looks like Duke University is like ready to, I think they're ready to win the tournament. They're playing on a level and then they lose. They're lucky to be in it. <laughs> anyway. So I'm rooting for the women's side. I'm watching them because my dad's school, North Carolina State University, man, they got a good women's team this year. Wow. They are really good. 29-3. and three, They're number one seed in wherever bracket they are. Don't you love the fact that the NFL once again proved that they could steal the headlines while this March Madness college basketball, all the, the brackets were being filled out. Now, it's a big deal in sports world. And here comes Tom Brady going, I think I'll come out of retirement. You know, I saw that and I thought, nah, that's, that's, mm, I don't know about that. 
that'd be fake news. But apparently it isn't. And I'm just glad he didn't do it on 1st of April, right? Got that right. Yeah. right Waking up with a cup of joe. Good morning. Good morning. Rise and shine. The sound of life. It's been 697 days. The state of Western Australia has reopened its borders. Family and friends reunited. They expect about 5,000 people. That's like right now. 27,000 more than that over the next couple of days. It's going to be like the biggest hug fest ever, isn't it? Wow. We, that is absolutely amazing. Uh, close since like April 2020. It's incredible. Uh, and men, have fun hugging it out. It's absolutely amazing. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. Uh, imagine weddings this spring and summer. They kind of broke loose back in October, it seems like. You know, uh, coming out of, well, you know what. <laughs> so, you know, everybody's breaking loose. Uh, but, Mo, at least she didn't get married in the middle of a war like this couple has. You know where I'm talking about. Uh, as the invasion of Kuwait, uh, I mean, um, Ukraine's happening. I'm sorry. Uh, the Kiev, uh, the main city they're taking that on. And um, as they were coming in, the would-be wife uh, got, decided that she was going to, you know, be on the front lines there and defend the city. And um, she thought, you know what? We don't know what's going to happen, but uh, we probably ought to get married and she said, we'll have a modest ceremony. But her brothers in arms brought lots of flowers and played music to show that despite everything, we believe in the future and life is going on, right? They decided that who knows what will happen tomorrow. We should get married in front of the state, in front of God. Woo, I like that a lot. That's pretty amazing, right? Yes, give me a little cheer. May you have long and prosperous life. Yes. A great way to start your day. Go ahead. Make my day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The sound of life. His name is Trevor Littleton. Typical pastor out in the American Midwest out in Ohio. But he's left and he's headed for the Ukrainian border. Why? Because he has a daughter there. Well, and uh, he, has, he has an adopted son's siblings. That you get His adopted son's like 10 or 11. Uh, Nastaya is a 26-year-old single woman who is his sister. Right? You understand that right there? He said, we consider our daughter, her, our daughter too. We visited her many times. I've seen her community, which is now in ashes. And I can't sit and watch from a distance and not do something. She's my daughter, and I'll never stop looking for her. Wow. That has, of course, happened to millions of people in the Ukraine as they have left and families have gotten split up. And may he have this wonderful, incredible music in his head right here as he heads out. May God protect him supernaturally and find Nastaya, right? He said, it's, it's hard. I don't, I don't know where to sit, where to go, where to run. I don't sleep well at night. I, I just have nightmares, and I, and I can't video chat because I need silence to understand what is happening. Very hard. I'm very tired emotionally, constantly sit. I'm afraid to lie down, but I tend to sleep very much. That's what she said. Wow. We things going on there. Keep them in prayer. 
Waking up with a cup of joe. I can't imagine traveling to school every day without it. It helps me um, in my prayer over our school and our students and teachers. So thank you for all that you do. The sound of life. And I think Jordan Peterson kind of getting a hold of that. He has publicly declared, I'm not an atheist anymore. That's a big declaration coming from someone who was widely known uh, in philosophical circles, uh, and, and, you know, with brilliant people like he is, that he was an atheist, kind of the thing to be. And he, he said, no, I can't. I, I don't. I'm embracing, I'm embracing Jesus and, and God. And um, he, his daughter is a follower of Jesus, which makes it all that much more interesting. But he has made some pretty profound thoughts recently publicly. And I think one of those we can learn from. And it's just about being thankful. It's Jordan Peterson. I've been grateful for the good things that have happened to me, but I don't think I was grateful enough before just for mundane normality, you know? Yeah. And, you know, you think you don't have everything you could have, and, and perhaps that's true, but if you can sit down and breathe, there's lots of people who don't have a great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Look, I'm a frequent coffee drinker. I'm part of the club. I have a card. The sound of life. You've heard me talking about stories, I'm sure, since uh, the Ukrainian was attacked by Russia. And all this people, uh, incredible upheaval of people moving. A couple, about two million people. You heard the stories like the 11-year-old boy that showed up at the Polish border all by himself with a backpack and a lunchbox and a passport. His mom had to stay behind and take care of grandmother. Things like that. Convoy of Hope is one of those uh, ministries that knows how to come into areas traumatized, whether it's man-made or natural. And one of the members said, it seems like a lot of people, the reality is just now setting in. A lot of people seem to have a glazed look over their eyes. And there's a lot of women and children there by just by the nature of what happens. There are children by them themselves. So um, it's, but they're there. And I know when you hear those stories, you think, man, I want to do something. I know you pray for them. And you're thinking, is there some tangible thing that I can do? And so that's the reason I posted the link to Convoy of Hope. And they have a partner there in Poland. As I said, they specialize in this country going to places that really are ravaged by natural disasters. That's what they do. So that team knows what how to minister, really, is what they're doing to those people in a very practical way. So I posted the link, and you can watch a cool video and find out more about what is going on there. Convoy of Hope. We trust them. And that's one thing you should do is uh, support somebody you trust, of course, that you know about. So check it out. The Sound of Life. I tried it out. These kids, man, I tell you, amid all this crush of heavy news from around the world, we could use some sage advice right about now. So I called the hotline, and I got just that. Pretty encouraging words from quite a resilient group. Kindergartners. Yes, it's the pep talk line. You heard that correctly. P-E-P-T-O-C. The pep talk line, okay? Giving it a call right here. I posted the number on the Cup Joe Morning Show Facebook page. So giving it a little bit of a call, find out what's going on. Please listen to the following options for encouraging messages. All right. If you're feeling mad, frustrated, or nervous, press 1. 
If you need words of encouragement and life advice, press 2. Oh, I like that. If you need a pep talk from the kindergartners, press 3. If you be grateful for yourself, dude, live it up. <laughs> be you. I trust that you can make things right. Be happy. Try it again. Believe in yourself. If you're feeling up high, up high and unbalanced, think of groundhogs. It's okay to be different. Always stay together. Don't give up. Power through. We already like you. Never back down. Never give up. The world is a better place with you in it. Everyone is capable of doing anything. You just have to let yourself shine. Bro, you're looking great. Be responsible. Be nice. Choose weird. You are okay. We love you. Wow, I'm loving that already. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. I'm sure you realize that on the 16th of March, it is National Panda Day. Pandas, you know, we have to keep them alive. I mean, we go to great effort to keep them alive. I don't know how they survived on their own, if they ever did. I mean, they're cute and all and stuff, but I, I just read about how they have to, when they're in captivity, you know, zoo or habitat or whatever it is, they have to give them vitamins and things. To keep, besides the eucalyptus leaves, they eat like 40 pounds a day, and it's not enough nutrients to keep them alive. And all that, and I just like, I didn't, I don't know, but we sure care a lot about pandas. And I have to tell you, and it's my privilege to tell you about a young lady who saw people like her in our culture who could use some help. She's 17 years old. Her name is Kaylee Joy Cooper. And for the last year, she has been the CEO, I guess, the head of an organization to help young women, specifically their mental, physical, and emotional well-being. They are under-sheltered, and they probably hate themselves. And she realizes that. She's been there and done that. Kaylee, God bless you for doing that. She has quite an organization called Girl Well. And they're online at girlwell.org. You heard that right. And she, these are young ladies, right? She has put together these kits that she gives out. She partners with organizations that are already in place. And she gives them out to them, to, to, as, she, as I said, to boost their mental, physical, and emotional well-being. Simply because she's been there and she knows that can help. And I know that's got to be hard to do. I mean, they're, they're in a handful of states around the country trying hard, you know, and I just pray that God will grant you favor and that it'll take off. This is really a good thing. How could you hurt under-sheltered young women, you know, who just need a boost to know that God loves you and here's something tangible to help out? So I just thought that was pretty Wow, cool. that's awesome. It is. <laughs> a great way to start your day. Go ahead. Make my day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The sound of life. And I go through a town where there's a, a homeless guy. I see him every once in a while. At least I'm thinking he is, maybe. See him on his bicycle going through. I've seen him going through garbage. And, I mean, that's pretty desperate. We're doing that. You know, wouldn't think about going through somebody else's garbage. Just amazing. But I was thinking about the account of a, a college-age young lady. And she's on her way to start the day. And getting her usual cup of coffee and coming out and seeing somebody that, well, pretty much looks homeless, right? And thinks, man, you know, I could use a cup of coffee. 
gets him a cup of coffee, and he's very appreciative, and she's talking to him. And the guy's really nice, and she ends up buying him something to eat. The guy's really nice talking. He explained how he got in that situation and, you know, the, the things that happened that led to it. It's always something, right? You know, somebody getting sick, somebody dying, things like that, unexpected things. And next thing you know, you just you can't do it. And there he was, and he felt miserable. And she was trying to give him hope and showing hope and putting an arm around him, even if it was figuratively. And he said, I really appreciate that. And he said, he, he said, I can't tell you, but I want to write it down. And he wrote down, he scribbled a note because it was so emotional for him to say what she had done, that very simple thing. And he, in the note, when she opened it up, it said, I was going to take my life today because I figured I was so worthless. But you showed me that I wasn't. That's something? The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Might as well get up, do something. The Sound of Life. And I so tempted yesterday, I thought, I'm just going to open that shed door, get those snow shovels in there, put that stuff away. And you're like, there's a little voice going, no, sorry, there'll be plenty of time for that. That's how you know when you're an adult. See, when you do things like that, uh, being being an adult really is age. But we have fun with it because you know you're an adult. You know, some in people say funny things. My my big thing is you know you're an adult when you sit there looking at a box, trying to figure out whether you're going to throw it away or not, and you're. Like, what can I use that for? That is one good box right there. <laughs> Maybe it's a guy thing, probably. Someone said it turns out that being an adult's mostly Googling how to do stuff, which is true. Are you kidding me? My sons do that. They're all over it. I had a wood stove one time. I had no idea what to do with it, whether it was right or not. I mean, in 30 seconds, he's got it online looking at it. Oh, yeah, it's used for this, all this stuff. So, But I do Google a lot, and that's why when I Google... How do you change the headlight on this 2017 Chevy? And I look at a guy doing it, and I'm like, yeah, I'm taking it to the dealer. <laughs> nah, I'm not going to get involved in that, right? And we all know as adults that with enough coffee, we can dress ourselves and use our grown-up manners, kind of the way it is. But you have to admire, you know, different ways people look at it. I kind of like, uh, where's the where's the one about the dogs? Um, um, let's see. It's, it's, it's a lot like going to the, it's adulting is as, like the vet, like the dogs going to the vet. We're all dogs that were excited for the car ride <laughs> until we realized where we were going. And I'd love to know what's your idea. You know, how do you answer that question? How do you be an adult, Nancy? How do you know you're an adult? <laughs> well, you're the one paying all the bills and paying there you go. The sound of life. How'd you like to have like a group of people, men, let's just put it that way, group of men come to your house and they threaten to kill you and your family if you don't stop your, your ministry because you found the truth in Jesus and you're telling everybody you know. And you know it's for real. You know it's a real threat right there. That happened to a man named Brahim. He decided to leave Islam, put his faith in Christ, and he felt so compelled to share the good news with the others in his tribe that he started with his family, his wife, then seven children. Then he shared the gospel with other relatives. Most of them came to faith in Christ right away. 
you know, and because he's like the head of the family and everything. He shared the gospel with a tribal leader in his region. He refused to leave Islam, but he gave him permission to keep sharing the faith. This is amazing. And he's been to more than 100 villages. Um, and he tells large gatherings of villagers that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He has led more than 400 people to Christ in a single day. No wonder they're upset. <laughs> I guess so. Oh, man. I mean, you know, and, and it's amazing. He said the understanding that I got on the day I accepted Jesus is that this work has to be my life. The work is not for me only. The work is for more people to hear. And in the case of the people that threaten him, you know what he said? This is good. I know if you touch me, you're declaring war with heaven. Waking up with a cup of joe. You make my drive to work so worth having. Thank you for the entertainment, the music, the love, the blessings. The Cup of Joe Morning Show, the sound of life. Of course, you know me when I see and learn about a company that's going to drill a hole into the earth. I kind of make fun of it a little bit. I mean, it's an energy company. They got their last bit of funding they needed in February, so now they've got a lot $63 million. Uh, I mean, the, the effort is worthy. Energy, right? They're trying to bring energy from inside the earth. They're associated with MIT, so they got to be pretty credible, I would think, right? I can tell you how they can do it. I can talk about the vacuum tubes and the electrons and the magnetic field and all that, but I don't understand it, and I doubt you would understand much of it either, but the only thing I know is that they're planning to drill the deepest hole in the earth that's ever been drilled before. And my first reaction is, dude, I've seen all that on the sci-fi movies and shows and stuff from the 1960s, maybe even the 50s, you know, and, I, and it's not good, man, when people, no, 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 it's not, I mean... I, I agree with Barney on this one. All I'm saying yeah. is that there are some things beyond the can of mortal man that shouldn't be tampered with. Yes. We don't know everything. There's plenty <laughs> going on right now in the twilight zone that we don't know anything about, and I think we ought to stay clear. That ought to do it. Waking up with a cup of joe. Good morning. Good morning. Rise and shine. The sound of life. Wow. Banner week. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy Purim. All right. Pretty amazing. And then I saw the headline that Ford Motor Company is going to start shipping Ford Explorers without all the parts and add them later. That's not making... I thought, oh, man. The actual headlines are like satire. It's crazy. But it is true. I mean, if you delve into it, it's not that big of a deal, really. Because it only there's a little chip that affects the air conditioning in the back of the vehicle for the seat the air conditioning for the seat then it'll be added by the dealer later at no charge it's all because of the chip shortage and i'm thinking kids you know what i had for air conditioning now granted yes i know you're thinking you rolled down the windows you had you had a four by four with windows rolled down doing 60 miles an hour that is true until my father put in an air conditioner in our station wagon in the 60s, yes, you added it on. 
And, man, he, oh, he worked so hard at that. Can you imagine nowadays adding an air conditioner to your car, not being a mechanic, put it in there. They used to drip down on your feet if you sat in the front right seat. And it hung down below the glove compartment box, and it blew freezing cold air on you. Now, the car didn't have air conditioning when it was made. Not many of them did in those days. So it had no tinted windows. So you had regular glass windows. So the right, your right arm would be literally on fire, sizzling in the sun, in the southern heat, while your left knee and legs were just absolutely freezing. They worried about a chip. <laughs> the sound of life. Of course, Jesus gave us all that were after his resurrection, you know, and ascension into heaven. We've got this commission to go and tell. And that has a lot to do with St. Patrick's Day, but just about everything. That's the, the crux of the whole entire story of a man that we call Patrick. St. Patrick's Day is really a feast of the Irish church. And if you're in Ireland, that's what you do. You go to church. You might not see a lot of green, except I imagine the fields are turning green. But our attention turns to Patrick, who was 16 when he was taken captive, sold as a slave into Ireland. Very pagan. Well, it's not very. It's pagan. Um, it was, even though he wasn't the first evangelist to go there. But he went there and put out by himself, all by himself. Apparently getting to know God better is the quiet time. For six years, quiet time. Uh, learned to fend for himself, taking care of the animals, and really got to know God. And God led him to the escape, which is like a whole movie in itself. But he made it back home, and he knew right then that he was going to go back and evangelize. But he went into the church to study for like 15 years. Wow. And then he said, I want to go back. They weren't all that big on it. But he did, and he basically went tribe to tribe, getting to know them helping them out however he could, telling him about his Jesus. And by the time he died on March 17th in 460 or wherever it was, he was just about the whole country had been evangelized. Amazing stories in there. First parade was not in New York City. It was in 1601 in a place called St. Augustine, Florida, which at the time was a colony with an Irish vicar by the name of Ricardo Artur. Isn't that amazing? 1601. It's always doing the commemoration on the anniversary of his death, March 17th. More than a century later, homesick Irish soldiers serving the English military, marching in Boston in 1737, and then in New York City in March of 1762. Irish soldiers serving Britain in the colonies before the revolution. Wow. Man, sometimes sometimes it just pays to really know. It's just pretty amazing, you know. I don't mind everything being green. It's it's fine. It's okay. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Today is Purim celebrating the Queen Esther what she did, she realized, hey, I was made for this time in history right here. You see, if you back up a day or two to Genesis where God promised that the Messiah would come from the Jews, right? 
And here with Esther and her father Mordecai, the Jews are about to be wiped off the face of the earth. They're very close to it. What's going to happen? God promised. Well, we all know that they didn't get wiped off because of the heroic efforts of Esther basically speaking up. I'm Jewish. <laughs> you love me and I'm Jewish and you're about to wipe us all out. Found out about the evil plot and all that stuff. It's a fantastic story found in the book of Esther in the Bible. That's the reason you're eating triangle pastries today. It's really pretty cool faithfulness there. Yes, Cup of Joe Morning Show Hotline. Good morning. Hey. Up. Let me plug you in there good. Good morning, Shelly. Prayer request. We're heading well, up to north to try to get our trailer out. Keith went up last weekend alone. Foot and a half of snow. He snow blowed for over an hour, and then the trailer hits didn't work. Whoa. So he said it wasn't God's design. He took tomorrow off, Friday, and we're going to leave early, do a boomerang trip, head up to the Adirondacks, pick up our camper, and bring it right back home tomorrow night, God willing. And yeah. then April 1st, he has to work in Wilmington, North Carolina. And he booked, are you ready for this? He booked a campground for me and the, the Spanish-speaking dog on the <laughs> beach. It's a state park in North Carolina, $25 a night. Wow. And we get to stay there for seven days while my husband gets up every day and works 12 hours a day. Wow. But when he comes home, I'm going to have the campfire burning. Couple of burgers on the grill. Life is good. Woo. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. Comes out every afternoon. Elderly gentleman comes out of his three-bedroom ranch. Cute little neighborhood there. You know, got the little yard in front. Neat little street there. He sits down. He has no idea why he does it, but he does it every day. You see, his mind reprograms his memory every 15 minutes. Think about that. In a few minutes after he sits down, the school bus comes with what I counted about 20 kids eventually got off that bus. Must have been from the whole school because they were, it looked like elementary all the way up through high school. They all come out yelling and cheering and stuff. And they go around this elderly gentleman and I guess hear stories. They say hello and all that. And he greets them every day for the very first time. This world has a lot of mysteries in it, which we will never understand this side of heaven. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Might as well get up, do something. The sound of life. Unbelievably, not that the jet engine shut off on the plane. I mean, it's incredibly rare. And, and everybody's okay. They made an emergency landing. Everybody's safe and all that. But the thing that's extraordinary is what caused it. A cup holder. Believe it or not, a cup holder. Pilot couldn't get his T into the cup holder. It was too small, so he had to put it on the console. Hit a little turbulence. T spilled into the equipment on the jet. Shut the engine off. A little thing. And the Bible warns of a little thing in Song of Songs. The little foxes. Yes. They sneak in in the middle of the night. You see them digging under the fence. They get a few grapes, right? And then they, you go out again. They run off. And the Bible says, don't forget about those little foxes. They are very, very important. Little things are very important. Or as Jordan Peterson says. Your life is how your wife greets you at the door when you come home every day. Because that's like 10 minutes a day. Your life is how you treat each other over the breakfast table. Because that's an hour and a half or an hour every single day. 
you get those mundane things right, those things you do every day, you concentrate on them and you make them pristine. It's like you got 80% of your life put together. These little things that are right in front of us, they're not little. That's the first thing. They are not little and they're hard to set right. And if you set them right, it has a rippling effect and, and fast too, way faster than people think. Father God, may your extraordinary love flow through me in ordinary ways today. The Sound of Life. That song, Walking Free. I can't help but every time I read that song, I think of, I can't think of her name, but she was a missionary in Moldova. Talking to her years ago, she was talking in church about being there and experiences there and how she really looked like she fit into that part of the world, you know. And so most people were surprised when she spoke English and stuff. And one day she's walking down the sidewalk and a man on a set of steps, they they waved kind of, and he said, you're from the West, aren't you? Now, this is in Moldova, right below the Ukraine. Okay. And she said, yes, startling enough. He said, you walk like you're free. Isn't that absolutely incredible? I'll never forget that. You walk like you're free. Yes, Kepa Joe Morning Show Hotline. Good morning. My name's Isaac Bregman. I'm from Broxton, Georgia. And I ran across, looking up uh, a lot of Christian shows and the Christian show that I was in, I liked a lot was, you know, the Cup of Joe morning show wow. and Rick and Bubba, because I believe that those two shows are real <laughs> Christian shows. Awesome. And I try to listen to both of y'all when I can. I just don't know that God helped me out because God led me to doing, you know, if you've seen on Facebook and a lot of other programs on the Internet, the uh, Christian Hearts Christian Fellowship Online Ministry. And the pastor of it was Isaac Bregman. Well, that's myself. I was called to do that in Internet ministry. And then when I don't have nothing else to do, I listen to both Rick and Bubba and y'all because your show and their show shows real Christians in a humorous way, you know, in a <laughs> loving way. And that's what I like about it. You are so awesome, Isaac. And God bless you and hope all of y'all keep up the good work. Thank you. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Got to deal with test, right? I love the answers on test by elementary school. Well, it doesn't matter where you are, really, but generally the elementary students, you know, they know a little bit, and they're really little geniuses, but they don't give you the answer you were looking for, but, boy, they give you a good answer. And I love those things, and I got an example for you right here. You got to picture this in your mind, which is easy to do because it's geometry. And I don't know what grade, what grade's geometry? Fifth grade or something? They're in preschool. <laughs> I don't think so. But they, you're supposed to name these shapes. That is the task. Name these shapes. And in front of you, you see a square, an oval, a rectangle, <laughs> a circle, a triangle, a hexagonal, and is it called the septagonal thing? Six-sided. But anyway, maybe I missed one. But whoever answered this answered this brilliantly. And you have to wonder if it's a girl that did it. I'm thinking because of the way their <clears throat> minds work. I'm just saying women's minds, they're way different. Sitting there looking at this. Is a guy going to think of this? Oh, no, I shouldn't have gone there. All right. So name these shapes. Jade, Charlotte, Charlie, Sophia, Harriet, Emily, Maria. You're yeah. funny, all right. You're a scream. You ought to get a job on one of those excursion boats. <laughs> yep. 
You've been listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast on the Sound of Life, the Hudson Valley's 100% listener-funded Christian radio station. For more information on upcoming events, contests, to ask for prayer, and to become a member of the Sound of Life family by supporting the station, visit us at soundoflife.org. 